Welcome back, everybody, to the Blue Collar Whitetail Podcast, brought to you by Rackaholic Outdoors, the true whitetail scents and cover scents made from an Indiana deer farm, 100% made by deer, from the deer to the bottle. Want to get covered up in some deer? Recommend the whitetail bedding scent. It's changed the way I hunt this year and uh, got a buck down because of it. So, here we are tonight. Uh, We got Bill Jewell came down from Michigan and uh, we kind of got into another exciting weekend ahead of us. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen, but <laughs> we're here and we're going to try. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I've invited, uh, invited Bill down. Uh, we're going to try duck hunting in the morning uh, back here in the swamp. Um, I hit up my buddies Brandon and Eric, and uh, I asked them what they were doing this weekend, and they said looking for a place to hunt, and I was like, well, let's finally do it. They kind of been on my heels about uh hunting my swamp and you know with deer season and everything uh i've always been like well no because i'm still trying to get some deer down and uh like i said i've shot my buck back there and so is colton and um the deer activity is kind of slow right now at this spot so i said you know what screw it let's go have some fun so i'm gonna have bill eric brandon uh my son Bo. he's coming uh he's all jacked up ready to go and we also got teal taking her on her first duck hunt uh she she loves dove hunting and we're gonna see how she does back there um probably gonna make her year by going tomorrow because she's been missing it so oh you can tell oh yeah she had that shotgun (laughs) when i was bringing that shotgun case in yep she's all perked up yep she she knows you should you flip if you flick that safety off her ears will perk up she's it's crazy. So she's keyed up. At oh the yeah. The dove oh yeah. She. It took her a minute, like out there in the field, but then like we went. I don't know. My buddy Ryan and I we went maybe a handful of times, and you could tell at opening day, like halfway through the hunt, she got what was going on, like with everyone's guns and everything. Um, she's not gun shy at all. And then, you know, that next time we went out hunting. You know, every time the birds were flying in or getting close, she was kind of like wincing. Like she, <laughs> and then I would miss one and she'd start wincing at me. And I, she's like, dad, you suck. Like, <laughs> why can't come you on, hit it? <laughs> I was like, I know I suck. But uh, no, so anyway, we're going to try that out tomorrow. But uh, I didn't really go into detail on uh, Bill's buck when I was up there in Michigan hunting with him. And I think, uh, you know, share any story you want from that weekend uh kind of fill them in on your perspective and uh yeah talk about the buck too and the doe well, yeah yeah you were slamming deer i'll just let you talk it was a good weekend <laughs> it, was it was refreshing to go out and spend three days with somebody who likes to hunt as much as i do so it was fun it, 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 it's an awesome property that we get to that we get to hunt it's got really nice accommodations you could very easily find yourself tipping back beers all day and just sitting up at the oh house. Oh, my God. Oh, we did yeah. at night. <laughs> well, yeah, but you could definitely easily just sit around all day, you know, after you bag one. You know, it, it, it. no matter what you do out there, you have a good time. But oh, yeah. For me, during deer season, it's just about the hunt. You know, I want to be in the woods. I want to be up in the tree stand. I want to be in the blind. You know, I want to, even if I don't see deer, I want to see the wildlife, sun come up, sun go down. You know, that's, it isn't just the kill that oh, yeah. is enjoyable about deer hunting so 
being able to do a three-day stretch and just bang, 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 do six sets. And we, you know, during the day, we didn't really spend hardly too much time at the at the cabin and lunch yeah. hour. No, I think the longest time we spent was when we had to run into town the one time. Yep. And that was it. Other than that, we just scarfed down some vittles, discussed what was going on, decide where to go next. Look at the map. Look at the map, <laughs> it's all out. That was dope. The hardest thing was trying to figure out where to hunt because there's a lot of really good spots. Oh, man. Couldn't get away from it's the like, deer. It's a lot easier to pick when you only got a few good spots, you know, because you can kind of lean towards that really good spot, you know. Yep. Out there, there's just so much sign and so many deer and so much ag and so much swamp, and it's just, it's deer haven, you know. And then right across the street, you got the overgrown Christmas tree farm that no one goes into, that that's where they bail to whenever they get spooked or whatever. So you got this safety zone directly across the street, and then when everything calms back down, back in they come to where the food is, you know. Lots of lots of pin oaks, lots of you know you got lots of acorns, lots of walnuts, lots of all kinds of stuff for deer to eat. So. Well, what was what was crazy to me was uh, you know usually like here, and it might it might you know might have just been that weekend or something, but like uh, you know like here, I'll get down like ten thirty eleven o'clock, come in, and then I'm like all right, well I won't go back out till like three thirty, um, but when i was that very first sit when i shot the doe friday morning it was like i think maybe 10 a.m we walked out or something which by the way set the tone for the whole oh weekend. yeah very much. oh it you was know, hype he went right out and pounded <laughs> one you know how it is when oh yeah one, pressure's off oh yeah so it was now you can really sitting. just enjoy the rest and try yep. to fill that second tag but walking walking out of the woods or out of the field um, I get back to the dirt road that I walked in on, and there was deer crossing the road not far from the the cabin, and I'm like, I think we're really gonna have to sit like all day here. Like, <laughs> yep. and there and there what there was, I haven't. I didn't regret it. It I don't no, I didn't have one sit where I didn't see one. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's stupid. Really nice to hunt out there. Yes, I mean, stupid in a good way. Sometimes I won't see deer, but then one of the two flocks of turkeys will come walking through, you know, and like you had that one experience out there towards the Oh, end, yeah. You know? So, I mean, if it isn't that, you know, you've got woodchucks running around, you got squirrels, you got raccoons, you got rabbits, you got you name it. Now that they've dumbed down the coyote population, uh, we got a really nice, really good group of guys that hunt the block directly adjacent to ours, and they hunt with dogs, and they hunt with radios, and they go in, and they basically just push the entire that would be area, awesome and if there's any coyotes in the area they funnel them in and they take them out and based on what i've seen sitting on top of the dog cages when they drive away they're pretty good at it i don't doubt and it and the more they've the more that i've seen them out there doing it obviously the, the better the deer population you know because now you got the fawns that are actually making it you know yep. percentage you know you don't have that issue with them running off all the small game and yeah you know, so the property is full of life you know, and I've seen a big change over the last five years. It's awesome. And I'm kind of suspe- suspecting that that might be our problem this year. Um, I'm just not really seeing many does. Uh, I know last year, maybe it was a result of last year. Um, I mean, coyotes were really bad out here last year. And, uh, I mean, I'm sure they took fawns out and... Maybe that's why there's not so. I mean, I've seen it when I do my block at the end of the night. Sometimes 
I see all kinds of does, but uh, they're just not in our area right now, apparently. Right. But anyway, so yeah, Friday I killed, yep. and then Saturday, uh, what we do? We decided to sit together in the evening. Yep, yep. We did the evening hunt because you had the uh, um, wedding reception to go to. Yep. Um, so we wanted to be able to be close to the cabin so that you could skinny out without us having to truck out, you know, in a yep. half hour of time just to get from A to B, you know, that one being so close. And uh, we ended up not seeing much of anything that sit. Mm-mm. And instead of sitting the last, what was it, maybe 45 minutes, hour, we decided to get down and just walk the property. And that's when we ended up walking back over to the tree stand on the east side. Yep. And luckily I had Jake with me here because my old eyes couldn't see that. <laughs> up on the top of the hill. He was at least 200 yards out. Oh, yeah. We were standing. And then there's the, the tree line between us and the field that was adjacent, you know. So I'm glad you were there. That would have never even happened at all. I was like, I swear I see a back. Yep. And uh, you're right. You're right. It was just the back because the, the, the legs were just on the other side of the crest of that yep. hill that was at the top of the, the field there. And uh, I was debating in my mind at that time, do I go after it? <laughs> you know, I've already bagged three does. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's not like I really needed the meat, but man, that'd be fun. Oh, and yeah. I just happened to be in almost the right perfect spot to actually try to do a stalk. So, yeah, you kind of told a little bit of the story as far as how that all went down. You know, I had Jake uh, with my binoculars, and he kept an eye on the doe while I tri- while I crept down the tree line trying to stay low where he could where the where the doe couldn't see where our movements. So, uh, Jake was sitting low just at the bottom of the tree line, kind of scoping out, keeping an eye on its head, and uh, I slipped over to uh, the little. Uh, patch of woods that jets out into that field that the the doe was in so that i could skinny down the actual side of the tree line and use the trees to block out the doe you know so i could get a lot closer yeah yeah. at least 80 yards of tree line that i could kind of filter down through the edge of and hopefully get a little closer you know figure if i could get within 80 yards no problem oh yeah iron sights you know i don't really like taking anything over 100 but uh <laughs> so i got on the tree line back to the story and uh um we're far enough away the deer isn't going to hear us you know but i'm like is it looking yet is it looking yet because where i had where i had to go through the um tree line to get into the next field i couldn't see the doe at all damn at least not well enough to know whether or not it could see me you know at least see my movement <laughs> and i'm seeing everything the next thing i know i hear just go you know? <laughs> <laughs> So I start skinning down through the tree line, and I get about a third of the way up, and now I can catch glimpses of, you know, its uh, head through the trees and whatnot. And it was popping up. It knew something was going on. Oh, yeah. Its head was popping up and looking around. And so it it must have caught something. The wind was in our favor, but then again, all I had was maybe... Do you think the sun was behind us? Uh... Yeah, it would have been behind us. It had to have been. But then again, you got the secondary tree line there, yep. too. Yes. So. <laughs> so, yeah, no. I doubt it knew what it saw, but it might have saw moving. I, yeah, I don't think that would even affected it. So, I come skinning up through there, and its head's going up, and it's going down. But it's not acting spooked. It's just kind of looking in our direction every time it comes up. And uh, so, it'd take its head back down, and I'd skinny past, you know, two, three more trees, and get behind a tree, and kind of look out, and see if I could see it looking this way, and... 
I got almost to the end of the tree line where I'd have to come out into the field, and when I came out from behind the tree I was behind, all I saw was white tail going over the hill. But it was at a nice slow walk. Oh, so yeah. I knew it was just kind of moseying away, and I didn't spook it. So at that point in time, Jake, probably not knowing what the hell was going on, sees me just go at a dead run towards the, the top of the hill. Because you only had maybe... <clears throat> 50, 60 yards over the top of the hill, and it was into the next set of woods. And if I didn't get to the top of the hill in time, I wouldn't even be able to see where it went. Right. You know? And way too many deer have been through that back area. You counted 11 does running around back there, so to track something back there would be impossible. Man. Especially by, you know, just individual deer track. So I come hauling ass to the top of the hill, and right about the time I get to where I'm expecting to start catching the top of the head of the deer, I catch out of the corner of my eye about 10 o'clock because the the wood the wood line kind of wraps around that end of the field off to the left i catch out of the corner of my eye just a little bit of a movement and i stop and only about my head and maybe my shoulders can be seen over the top of the sill into the tree line and i look over nice and slow and here's half of the doe's body <laughs> facing out in the woods right there just staring dead at me <clears throat> so i can't see the back half of the deer i can only see just past the front shoulders and it's maybe, gosh, I don't know, 70, 80 yards, maybe. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't pace it off right. because we had to boogie out because we had to go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I pulled up on it, and right about the time it looked like it was tensing up to turn around, I squeezed off, and it just went legs up. <laughs> well, at that point in time, I've already had... One doe lost off this property in the exact same scenario. <clears throat> I shot it, went legs up, and instead of getting out of the blind and potentially spooking the deer, I just waited, and that was a big mistake. You hammer one down that hard and they're that close to you, you get up on it and you put another one in it before it can run off. Mm -hmm. I learned my lesson. I tracked a deer on opening day for hours, gridded the property, ruined my dad's hunt, and never found the deer. <clears throat> so... Never again. Never again. So next thing you know, Jake sees me hauling ass running again after the shot. Yeah. So he's like, what is going on? Because he can't see anything that's happening. I was like, oh, shit. Back, you know. And I got up to it, and I could see that it was right through both pumpers. You know, it's right through the pumper, right through both lungs. It just obliterated everything. It wasn't going anywhere. So at that point in time, I turned around and saw that Jake had already started coming up the field. And I was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> that was epic. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. First deer I ever stalked. A GoPro would have been kind of hunter, you know, and just kind of chill and pick my spots and do my research and you know wait on that big buck, but or the doe, you know. But that was a nice, fun experience. Oh man, you know? that was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, because I was like, what do we got to lose at this point? I was right. like. We only got so much time. Fuck, let's dry it. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, let's see, would have been that was Saturday evening. Yep. And then you boogied out, and then when you got back that night, um, that's when uh, I had you come in and show me how to yeah. completely uh, skin and quarter out and finish yeah, the was... actual processing. Uh, you know, the the primary processing of the deer. You know, which I had never done before. Um, I've always sent mine off to the processor. I mean, up, up until recently, it was less expensive to send to the processor because they were still selling the hides. Oh, really? 
Yep. Uh, the place that we take it to up here locally, um, it was like 50 or 60 bucks to have it completely processed. Dang. Uh, when I first started deer hunting in this area. So why not? You know? Oh, yeah. You field dress it, drop it off. Week, two, three weeks later, depending on what time of the year it is, you got a fully vacuum packed processed deer. Yeah. Now it's up to like $90. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to get that uh, bit of information. Now I feel comfortable actually attacking that. And yeah, I mean. I don't worry about wasting it or doing something horribly wrong, you know, or, or ruining the meat or doing something you're not supposed to do and making potentially making somebody sick. Because you just, yeah. until you've done it, yeah, you've seen it, it you just, you kind of like to see it done the first time before you go and get on something that big for the first and, time. And like I said, like the, fir- the first few deer, like I probably left more meat on than like you did a great job on like that. i i mean it just obviously you know just like filleting a fish like you'll only get better you know and i'm still not by any means like great at it but uh you know i mean i'm saving myself you know hundred dollars every time from the processor um, oh yeah in september i drop them off at well i drop the dough off at uh the processor just because it's so warm i mean you don't have time to yeah yeah so it's either get right on it and mm-hmm. get it quartered and bagged or you're in trouble. But, I mean, it, it's nice and, you know, it just kind of makes those kills, to me anyway, um, I don't know, I feel like you're, you're respecting it and, you know, you're, you're taking your time and putting more work into the actual harvest itself and uh, it just, I don't know, it feels better when it hits the table. It was rewarding to me just being a part of it and you did most of the work. That was fun. So I, I, get, I get what you're saying. <laughs> and it was because the buck I did like a couple weeks before that, I left it out all night because we were just hunting like crazy. And uh, so it was nice that that deer was still warm. So that skin just like, yeah, just I'm like, oh, my. I was like, if he would have only seen the travels I had with my buck. Oh, you made it look easy. That's for sure. <laughs> it was, It came right off. It was nice. It didn't argue at all. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh yeah, I I think uh, well, and then Sunday, um, Sunday morning we decided to sit that one stand right by the cabin, and we had a smaller buck uh, come in. I think it ran right by our trucks. I think so too. Had to have. Yep. And uh, we just couldn't clarify that it was a buck, and uh, yeah, I tried really, calling, really yeah. called it, and it spun around or something. <laughs> Well, and the only really good shot you had, you would have had to broad. You would have taken a chance of broadside in the cabin. You know, even though the cabin yeah, that would have sucked. 140 yards out. Yeah. You know, that particular hole through the the clearing right there, yeah, it'd have been dangerous. Yeah, it ain't it ain't worth it. Um, it was a really long poke for a bead. Yeah, no shit. I was like, if I would have had my muzzle loader, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it would have been not so game no over. Problem. No problem. But uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, fast forward to Sunday evening. It's the last sit. Yep. Uh, we go out there pretty early because I was streaming the Bears game on my phone. Yeah, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching the Packers game in my blind. <laughs> and uh, as as I was walking out, um, pretty far walking, there's like a cut in on the on this wood line, and I took it, and I had my antlers around my neck, just hanging there. And I'm get I'm walking out, and here comes this doe, just steps out right in front of me, about like 25 yards, just steps right out on me, right in front of the trail. And it was one of those things where like I almost, I like I almost caught myself stopping. And I remember, like a couple years back, 
I had a feeling something was watching me and I stopped. Well, as soon as I stopped and I looked to my left, deer just blew out of there. So I was like... It realized what you were. Yeah, yeah. So like, I just had like a split like decision in my head. Like, I don't even know how I just like told myself to keep going. But I just like, I kind of stuttered, but I kept going. And I think the doe thought I was a buck. I mean, I was, I had antlers right here and and she didn't blow at me she just kind of like trotted off like almost like she wanted to be chased like it so she just kind of skipped off yeah bolt. no gotcha so uh, that was that was really cool so i'm like oh crap i better creep up here, through here and uh get into the blind safely or whatever and uh i'm sitting there and i'm like i hear walking and uh sure enough i look out my window and i think i counted 19 turkeys oh yeah and they were just big flocks out there big ones and they hung around me the entire hunt um bill and i earlier that day we did some walking around in the swamp and uh but then it rained really hard right at lunch Mm. so i'm like we should be okay well about as soon as the turkeys get to my left um all of a sudden this doe comes crashing out like where we ran it where we went in and i was like so i pulled my gun up and i'm like where's the buck where's the buck and i'm mm-hmm. again i'm on my gun longer than lee harvey oswald and and uh no buck no buck so i, I put my you know gun back down and then i'm, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden, hear like the loudest shot ever. It actually shook the floor. I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> I didn't want to warn you about that, but I'm aware of that that particular issue. <laughs> it shook the floor, and I'm texting. I'm like, "Is it you? Is it you?" But anyway, I'm gonna screw my story. Go into how that Sunday evening went for you. So I'm trying to remember for sure. A lot of sets this year. West Lawn. Yeah, you went. Getting uh, far. Oh, it wasn't last light. Maybe an hour before last light. Yeah. It's uh, kind of like red somewhere out. Somewhere around there. You know, it was starting to just dull down a little bit, but we had lots of good light, you know. Plenty, of, it, it was still good scope light, mm-hmm. you know. And we sat pretty long, the last sit, you know. We got out there at a good time, and I'd been out there to the point, you know, you get there out there, and you get to that point where you're like, Jesus. <laughs> I squirrel not a couple birds behind me making yeah. noise but can't see them. you're it's like so, something. so it's just like staring at the same you know so i'm getting tired so i'm trying to wake myself up get myself you know paying attention you know so i grab a couple snacks and whatnot you know how the whole routine goes where you're, you're just trying to get yourself perked back up because you know you're coming into sweet time time yep. you know, that, that, about that last hour before last night and uh, I don't remember exactly what I was doing at the time, but I wasn't really paying attention. And next thing I know, I catch a little flash of white out of the corner of my eye, and sure oh, enough, God. about 60 yards dead out from my blind, right on the tree line, <clears throat> I see a head and I see a rat come out of the woods. Oh. Kind of, uh, quartering towards me. Yeah. And so he, and he's looking dead at me, coming out of the woods. You know, dead in my direction. Yeah. You could tell that he's just stepping out and he's kind of scanning the area, you know, making sure that it's all right to come out. and play. Yeah, He's not going to uh, mess up. Because there's a lot of good rubs out there, as you well know, from hunting that blind. Oh, God. There's a lot of behind it. They've been in that area. It's where I've got the most buck activity on trail cam. 
So he comes out, nice big body. He was huge. He, he was real nice size. And uh, I, I could tell he had a nice full rack, but I couldn't really tell. And I've learned through the years that you look at the body. You know, if you if you want to harvest a buck, look at the body and make sure that it's a fully mature deer before you go and take it. But don't sit and stare at the horns because mm-hmm. next thing you know, there goes the buck. And you don't get one. Yeah. In fact, I think that's pretty sure that's how I missed my first buck. <laughs> Start so looking at the head I gear. pull up on him and I get the, the gun barrel in the window because it's kind of tight in that blind. You know, you can't just swing your gun around. So I kind of get the, the, the barrel just tipped out through the window, and he flips his head back over to me. I know he didn't hear anything, and he didn't see anything because I'm motionless. But he snapped his head towards the blind, so I'm sitting there real careful, and he tilts his head to the side, and he does the old dreaded nose in the air and licks his nose. Oh, shit. So now I'm shitting my pants. Oh, oh, yeah. So I yank the gun up on him because he's not looking. He's sniffing. So I yank the gun up on him, and he takes about two steps, and his head just about disappears behind that tree out in front of me oh and god I squeezed off and boom he bolted about i don't know maybe 20 30 feet maybe 40 and now he's behind a whole bunch of saplings and a couple pine trees you know so i can just barely see that he's there but i can't tell what part of him i'm looking at so i've got the gun pulled back up on him you know cause oh yeah if i get another clear shot i'm gonna take it oh yeah and uh he steps out where i can see where his rack is and i kind of guess where he is and I'm hoping that I'm in between those saplings because they can't be more than a couple inches apart. You know, oh, yeah. maybe they're six inches. It's hard to tell from that far away, you know, but there's very little and not enough to even tell what part of the body you're aiming at. I had to guess by where the head location was. So I rack off a, you know, a few more rounds trying to pop him through the trees and he never moved. <laughs> at this point in time, I'm like, something's up. You know, if I'm cracking at him and he's not even bailing, you know, he's, he's, he's hit hard. Sure enough, about the time I got everything packed up, got a couple more shells racked in, just in case, and come out of the stand, I walked over there, and he maybe moved 10 feet from where I could see him through the trees in the relay. So while this shooting's going on, I'm on the other side of the property, (laughs) and I'm sitting there, and like I said, I had the one that shook the floor. Yeah, and an important point is, if you look at a topograph or a satellite image of this property... The, stand, the blind that I'm in is basically facing directly behind the blind that Jake is in. Now, he's at a different elevation, and there's... Hella trees. 30 acres of trees between us. Oh, so yeah. It's a stupid amount, but because it's all swamp... The sound pushes... No overgrowth to bust the sound up. Yep. It's just through the trees. It's loud as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so when you shoot, I can tell where it's coming from, but if I'm shooting from that location, yeah, it sounds like I'm like 50 feet behind you. Yeah. Yeah, so all of a sudden I hear, I hear, boom. And I'm like, okay. So I text him, and I'm like, hey, is that boom? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. And like, I'm like trying to grab my surroundings in the blind. I'm like, what the, boom, boom. I'm like, I'm, did you get him? <laughs> well, luckily I did with only the first shot, because if I oh. with every one, I'd have been ruining some meat. I was like, God dang. I was like, there must be some shit. I was like, the zombie horde coming in? Like, what's going on? So I was like, well, I'm going to get out. Let me know if you get him. I'd know sooner and get out of that blind. I got a picture on my phone of this eight-pointer. I'm like, yep, he got got him. (laughs) Yeah, that that was just an epic, you know, way to wrap up the weekend. Perfect. One on the first set, 
set one around the middle of the set. Yep. One at the very each end each the day yeah. killing a deer. Yep. Uh, we stayed up hella late. Oh yeah. Every night. I don't know how we made it through. The I day. don't. I have no idea. I think we were going to bed at like two, three o'clock in the morning, being up at like five thirty. Yep. And then yep. <laughs> we were just sending it. All we lived on was coffee and and yep. lunch. That and I had uh, I think I had Halloween candy in my in my <laughs> in my backpack. Oh, it was crazy. But yeah, it was it was a great time. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean. <laughs> To kill three deer in that weekend. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. No. I was like, yeah, we might get one. And really, if you wanted to go and spend the money, you could have shot more than one doe. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You had more than one opportunity to shoot a doe. You just filled your tag right away. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you could have put a lot more. Well, and had you had the notion. Like I said, looking back, and that was my first experience up there, but like looking back now, when when I had that buck pushing those two does in, I should, I, looking back now, I probably should have waited for that buck to come in. But at the same time, you know, I was like, I dropped the money. Yep. I'm going to take the closest yep. shot. And I it was mean, a good it's success. Though. It wasn't like it was some right. like, little one or something <laughs> the, like that. You the yearling. Grow, you know. The yearling was like seven yards from the blind when I took the shot. <laughs> probably scared the living crap. Oh, dude. It. But yeah, so, I mean, but at the same time, like, it's whatever. Like, it was, it was just about the experience and yeah. and going up there and, and it wasn't a trophy buck anyway oh i yeah. i don't know it was pretty cool i thought it was pretty fucking cool uh i would have shot it 100 <laughs> percent shot oh, it yeah 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 um but yeah no i think it was kind of cool because like we got to see how each other did things yeah like it that was, was awesome yeah see how like you know he cut how he guts his deer how i got my deer um like the whole skinning thing, you know, our ideas on like, well, how should we approach the hunt? Like it was, it was just cool to kind of collab and bounce ideas off each other, and uh, you know, instead of like the same repetitive stuff, right? That I'm used to every weekend, which I mean, had something to add to, yeah. You know, so that was real nice, you know. Yeah, we it got was, to kind of feed off each other's experiences. Yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. Uh, a lot of beer drank too. That was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. And then Lynn, get to Jack and the what what night was that? Lynn came with the beef and noodles. Oh yeah, that was clutch. Was that, that Friday was night? Lunch. Or she brought it for lunch on Saturday. Oh man. Yeah, we pounded the beef. And that noodles. was like. <laughs> yeah, over. over you thought Grandma two. made it? Yep. Dang. It was good. It was perfect. We didn't have to do nothing but throw it in the throw the the foam dish in the, the trash when we were finished. Oh yeah, no that fuss, was no fuss. We ate. My diet went to shit. We ate. Oh yeah. We ate so crazy, so good, and uh, drank so much, and yeah, I ate like shit. And I <clears throat> that week at Thanksgiving was right after it, I think, and uh, I didn't work out that entire week. And then ate like crap, and then uh, I think we're on to this week. I didn't work out until Tuesday. Then I went Thursday, didn't go today. But I was like, next week you got to get back on it. But uh, I don't care. It was a reset. I mean, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It was epic. Um, There's no rules in deer camp. No. But yeah, hopefully you know we can we can do something next year with the with the deer again and. 
Yep, I'd like uh, to put something together next year and maybe invite one or two other guys to come out. And uh, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna duck hunt tomorrow morning. Yeah, never done it. Oh, Very excited. My first experience sucked, but that's because there was ice everywhere. Um, so I kind of got the short end of the stick. And the guys we're going with, they I told them about my first experience, and they were just like crying, laughing. They're like, "You got the worst." Don't even think about that experience. So, uh, I know they're excited. Um, I know we're all excited. And uh, I'm hoping we can get some ducks or some geese down. But even if not... It's not harder to get the ducks than it was to get the ammo. That's a fact. That is a fact. I uh, tell you, if you are planning on going duck hunting this year or goose hunting this year, find your ammo early. MidwayUSA.com. <laughs> I'm telling you, do not wait until the day or two before you're ready to go on a hunt or you will be pounding the pavement trying to find what you're looking for. Well, one steel shot or anything that's non-lead shot is hard to find. When this whole big ammo scare started, like, you know, before so-and-so, uh, I remember looking in my cabinet for my 308 and I was like, I have one box of 308. So I got on, you know, on the website. I was on Ammo Seek. I was on all kinds of stuff trying to find it. And uh, I finally went to like Midway USA and I found two, I, it was two boxes of Barnes and Nosler um, 308 rounds with like the, the polymer tip. Mm-hmm. And which Barnes and Nosler, they're like, I don't know if they're the same company or what, but really good bullets. And uh, I was like, well, okay. And I think it was, what was that? Yeah, it was $30 a box of, of 20 Or is it 25 30 Because there was some kind of inflation on it. It was like 30 a box. So I was like, okay, so 60 bucks. But I need it. Right. And then so they're like, okay, your total is 110 I'm like, what? And they got me on shipping too. And so it was for two boxes it was like hundred and ten dollars. Ouch. So I still have those two boxes. Well you better make them buddy that them bad boys count. Yeah. Ooh. And uh I, I'm on Sorry. my I still got three I think I got like three or four rounds of my stuff I was running out of. And I love those rounds and I can't find them anywhere. There's some Winchester uh they're like copper extreme points and they're like it almost looks like a lipstick. Like the polymer tip is see-through, but it's red. It's sick, and it's dropped. So translucent. Yeah, and uh, Colton shot a doe with it last year because he had his crossbow, but I had my 308 just in case a doe walked by, and he had his crossbow just in case a buck came by. Because right on how the license. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, we flip stuff in the stand. So now he's out there and it goes out there on the edge of the field and I stopped the one deer and I thought he was going to shoot at that one. <laughs> and I look behind him and there's this this doe just on the dropped where she was and just laying there like kicking and and uh it was like got ran over by like a Mack truck, dude. It just destroyed her. But uh yeah, he hit that front ball socket on the shoulder and it just she couldn't go anywhere. But uh yeah, I love it. Well, I tell you, sometimes you'd be surprised. Like that first doe I shot this year. Yeah. Was a, yeah, it went. Arrow went straight through, and when it clipped the uh, front right leg, it 
literally busted in half. When she took off running, she was running on three legs, and the fourth leg was just <laughs> flopping in the breeze. And this thing is just moving, son. I couldn't believe it. I had to stop. Did I just see what I thought I just saw? I didn't think that was possible. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, it was faster than a three-legged dog. Well, and then, like you know, I go back to skinning them, and like when you're taking their shoulders off, they're not attached to anything. That's what's yeah, wild. I was surprised about yeah, that. I was like, look at this, and it just there's no you know like where we you know you have the socket, the ball in the socket, but yeah. like the there's literally nothing holding. It's that. all just connecting tissue yeah. and tendon. Yeah, it's wild. I don't understand it. Sure makes it easier when it comes time to processing. <laughs> well, and then. I'm kind of spacing out here, but the, I think the hindquarters are. We didn't cut through nothing on the hindquarters, did we? It just peeled right off, didn't it? I don't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember I'm probably messing it up. Guess I got to shoot another one to figure that out. Well, we had to bust a saw out on on the hindquarters, I believe. Remember, I had to get the saw out. Does the pelvis or the the uh, neck? We did the neck and then the tailbone, I thought. Right through the the back of this. I don't know. We'll have to kill another one and figure yep, that out. Yep, yep. Good excuse. <laughs> Scientific <Yeah. laughs> A little spacey. We'll report back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, other than that, um, oh, uh, Colton and I, we hit the reduction zone last weekend. And uh, we go out there... I can't remember if we went Saturday and Sunday. I think we did. So many sits. So yeah, it's, it's well, and then walk. what's crazy too is every time we go up there, we see deer. So it's not like you can really pick apart yeah. which sits what. That's a good problem to have. Yes, yes. If if I get the next age class rolling in, that'd be cool. But the later it gets, the more they're starting to Start look like they're going to come home. Yeah. <laughs> They might find the freezer here in a minute. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I specifically remember Sunday's hunt. Um, we were sitting there, and it was like perfect morning, uh, real quiet. We had a nice wind, or um, pretty quiet going in, and we're like, man, they're gonna come anytime. I start rattling like right at daybreak. I'm like, it just feels right, so I just start rattling. Nothing, nothing, and uh, we swear we're hearing things, but who knows, and uh, anyway, fast forward, it's like 10 o'clock, and we're sitting there, and uh, you know, Colton and I start cutting up in the tree stand, like we start, you know, making jokes and shit, and that's, it's where it happens every time. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I'm laughing, and uh, he like slaps my leg, and he's like, Jake, dear. And uh, we look out to our left, same pocket, I swear they come to every time, about like 150 yards away, we just see something just hauling balls, just straight across the grass. And so I, I caught the, uh, the tail end of the movement, but I, got, I pulled my scope on it, and I couldn't, I couldn't see antlers, but he kind of was like, or the deer was running behind like some heavy stuff. Like, it just happened so fast. Right. And we had... We're catching like little glimpses of it passing by trees and yeah and it was moving and that morning uh the duck hunters they they either sucked or they had a great day 
they were shooting like crazy. And the only thing I can think of is it was like, all right, it was 10 o'clock. Maybe when they came out, they bumped something. But this thing was, I mean, it was hauling ass. And I was like, well, maybe there's a buck behind it or something. And there wasn't anything behind it. So I don't know what. But this thing would have to come across like 80 acres of open field on a dead sprint. Like, I don't know what. Maybe it got shocked by the hot fence and it just didn't like it and it took off running. Because that there's a hot wire fence because there's a cattle field next to it. And um, my uncle said that he sees them go right underneath it. And this hot wire fence just snaps all the time. Just snaps. Uh-huh. And so I don't know if he got clipped by it and didn't like it and ran. But uh, never saw him again. So as we're walking out, I was like, hey, you want to go walk to the other side of the property? And he's like, yeah, we can do that. So get down and I see some fresh scrapes and uh, had some tine marks in the scrapes, which is crazy. And so it must have... The way the sign was looking, uh, the other end of the property might have been really hot that morning. Um, but you know how it is. I mean, you got so many stands, and it's just hard to pick. And it's a lot of acres too. So, how many to, do you have that you're that you're hunting there? I want to say it's close to a hundred. Nice. But but we only hunt like the wooded part of it so maybe like 40 50 i still though to have that much area that's only hunted by you guys yeah and we've we've stayed out of the north end of the property hoping to pull them in yeah and like mason and i hunted it but the last time we did that it was before october so nobody's been that's been a minute yeah so i think sunday we're gonna kind of divide and conquer i think that's a good idea and we'll be hunting the same the same wind um because we have like i have, we call it the pinch tree and it's right on the edge of the pines and right on the edge of the woods we have another stand at the north end of the property that's set up the same way and uh so we can hunt the same wind we're just at two different ends of the property um so in theory we should be okay depending on what it's like but again we'll be covered up in the whitetail bedding so I don't. I haven't really had any issues, so. Um, but I'm hoping maybe I can catch a buck coming and hitting those scrapes. Um, yeah, maybe see a different side of the property. Right. So. But other than that, uh, well, it's getting late in the rut, so. I, I'm thinking we're gonna see a second chase here soon. Yeah. Um, it's just so. been so dead. Yeah. I went out Wednesday night. It seemed perfect, and. Did not see anything. Uh, that's that's good. I'm wondering too. Because it's been cold for a minute. Yep. I'm probably gonna be like, "Oh, this feels great." Like, <laughs> well, you sure like to think so. <laughs> so I'm hoping. I'm hoping because I'd really like to, you know, give it a <laughs> make that the final the final shot there. And uh, I think, well, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I still have two regular season doe tags, and uh, I don't think I'm going to use them out here um, unless I have to, but I I just don't see a point. Well, I mean, if you've got all the meat you need. Yep, there's no point. Might as well let some more babies be born. Yep, but I had to hard earn that reduction buck tag, so something's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. See, that's pretty much where I'm at. <clears throat> as soon as... Uh, we go into late doe season, I'm done. 
you know, I don't need to take any more does. I've got plenty for me and mine and plenty to give out to my, you know, immediate family. And no. I'm pretty much good for the year now. So I'm just hunting for maybe that real special buck or something that comes in that, you know, something worth taking to the, the old taxidermy man. Mm-hmm. Yep. But other than that, if I don't see anything along those lines, I think I'm pretty much just out there for the experience at this point. Yep. You know? And then, and then... We'll get into ice fishing. Uh-huh. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> no, I'm so That's excited. Nice. That's my other my other uh, thing that gets me bricked up. I, <laughs> uh, I enjoy ice fishing as long as it's not a solo thing. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I mean, not that I won't go ice fishing by myself, but... <clears throat> it's not fun. And the safety and... My dog, Shelby, she loves to go. Does she? Yep, she'll, she'll drag all my equipment out on the ice for me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my awesome. Little, my little musher. I used to have How do they do on the ice? Do they get cold or do they... Well, I don't leave her on the ice. I have one of those little uh, fold-ups. No you know, shit. shanties with a oh, little two-hole spot. Uh, well, I did have. I've sold that one. I've got a one that's like a three or four chair that flips up. It's a... Get out of here. So... But uh, the one I did have was one of those ones that kind of folds into a sled. And then uh, the part that flips over on top has got a couple little bucket sockets. Okay. So you can kind of strap all your gear on it, you know. That's and, epic. Uh, I just hook a leash to her, and she'd follow me wherever I want to go and drag my crap for me. <laughs> and then whenever we get to wherever we're going, you know, <laughs> pop it up. That's awesome. A little uh, buddy heater in there, and she'd kick out, kick back in the corner, and chill out till something come out of the hole and then freak out you know oh yeah i'm sure back to sleep in the corner again till the next one you know but for the most part you know around me there's not a whole lot of people like to ice fish that's in my little circle that's what's crazy because you're i mean i know people that go up to erie all the time that live down here right and i'm like you're already over the line like yeah so it's got to make those right connections you know and they're that's what's cool about like where i live is there's so many lakes like if one's dead you could you could literally drive five minutes down the road and jump to a different one like it just it's stupid but uh wow yeah there's a lot of water around here yeah so anyway i think that's all we got uh hopefully everybody's had a decent season so far and if if you haven't got one yet i'd just hold tight don't give up because one of these times is going to happen, just a numbers game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, you know, try a different stand that I haven't sat all year, and hopefully that pays off for me. Um, I know, well, another guy I work with, he's talking about how they're not really seeing much deer. and uh, I think we're in the wall. Yep. Like I said, we're heading towards the end of the rut. Yep. So good luck to everybody out there. Um, you guys know where we stand, and deer don't care about your feelings. Not a bit. <laughs>